there, my friends. How are you doing today? Welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your writing coach, Coach Debbie, and I am here in Seattle, Washington to bring you this show every Thursday at 4 p.m. And if you're on the East Coast, it is 7 p.m. every Thursday. We also offer you a replay on Friday mornings, 6 a.m. Pacific Coast Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Coast Time. I'm here to help you with your books, your blogs, your brands, but I'm also here to help you with your mind as it stretches and embraces the idea of writing. There's so many different things to write. You might say the only thing I write is my calendar, my schedule, or my notes to myself so that I don't have to rely on my keen, sharp memory. Or you might say, well, the only time I ever wrote was way back there in my ancient past when, oh, I had so much time and where did the time go? I I find those people to be just a wee romantic and not really completely share the truth of the past. It Don't you find that it often sounds more romantic when we reflect on our past than we were actually living it? I find we were just as stressed out then as we are now. But it seems like, yeah, long time ago I had I had time on my hands. I did this. I did that. Oh, the reams I wrote. But now, now I'm just a busy, busy girl. Now I'm just a responsible man. We write these stories. We, we proclaim these little lies to ourselves. And what happens? We find ourselves in a little pickle that some of us call procrastination. We're just kind of making up stories and excuses while we're not creating our books, our blogs, our brands, our love letters, our happy times with our writing. But if we were to sit down and really talk about what do you want to be doing, most people would say, well, I really do want to be creating something. I I think I'd feel proud of myself if I was doing it. When we have these real, honest conversations, whether it's friend to friend or coach to coach or whoever it is, when when the conversation gets real honest, usually there's someone admitting, yeah, I really would. I'd really like to get into it. But what I'm into is procrastination. Well, guess what? I can help you with that. Boy, can I help you with that because I was a master procrastinator. And I still can pick up the habit and do it as long as I feel like it because I know how to do it. But guess what? I also know how to get beyond it. And even if you're in a deep, deep funk with procrastination, if you give me 21 days to work with you, I promise you, if you really want it gone, it will be gone. 21 days. We're going to dive into it today. 
not going to give you the whole workshop on it, but this I promise you. Even though I think I know the cure for procrastination, and even though I'm going to start taking you down that path today, I will deliver the full cure on November 4th, 2023. That will be a live class, and it is available to you and anyone who is already in any of my communities. I would love to have you join me for this workshop. It will be priced at $79. This is November 4th, 2023. The time will be 10 a.m., and you can do it virtually, meaning you can do it in your pajamas from the comfy of wherever you are. When you purchase this workshop, uh, you will also receive a follow-up credit. So how does that work? You either go to my website, which is coachdebbie.com. When you sign up for the newsletter there, you'll get an invitation to the workshop. Or you go to any of my Facebook or Instagram profiles where you're going to see the cure to procrastination and a link where you can sign up. Maybe you want to write to me directly and say, I missed all that. How do I sign up? Just write to me at my email. That's Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. And tell me I want to go to the workshop. I want to be there for the, for the cure of procrastination. That's what I'm calling it. It really is a cure. 21 days. You're done. Here's the funny thing. <laughs> and it, I can't help but laugh because I, I have fallen into this pit too. Even though I know the cure, even though I've helped people overcome it, if you don't want the cure, as soon as you want to be back into the rabbit hole of procrastinating, you can go there. It's just like the person that struggles to give up sugar or smoking or, you know, struggles to get to the gym. There's ways to do it. But if you really, really in your mind decide, no, I don't want to be in shape. No, I don't want to be a non-smoker. I don't want to. There are ways to find yourself down the rabbit hole again. Ask me how I know. But if you want to commit to the cure for procrastination, I mean, really here, we're going to treat it like it's some kind of disease. You can have this in 21 days. I'd love for you to join my virtual workshop. And we are going to talk about this topic right here today. Now, what is it that helps you understand if you really are procrastinating? You have to look at the things that your mind says over and over again. What does your mind try to tell you? Or what does your mind try to fool you into believing? Most of the things your mind is up to 
that will help you stay in procrastination mode is a lie. I know, I know. Isn't it hard to buy that? It's like, no, it's not a lie. It's the truth that I'm too old. It's the truth that I'm out of time. It's the truth that my ideas really aren't as good as the guys next door. It's the truth that I've, I've waited too long. And I can't really remember how great my original idea was. It's the truth that I'll feel inspired next year. It's the truth, and here's a big one to accept. Oh, it's the truth that I'm too stressed out right now. But I won't be tomorrow or the next day or on the weekend. You know, I've, I've believed all these things. Whether I was 12 years old or 22 years old or 30 years old or 45 years old or the ripe old age that I am right now, (laughs) I've believed these things. And here's the interesting thing about procrastination. Your subconscious mind will let you believe anything you want to believe. Now, you might not know this, but procrastination the long, long road of being on the path of procrastination, it all began in your subconscious mind. Well, what's that? That's the part of your mind that works all day and all night to make sure you're safe. But it's a little ironic because you might think Is procrastination a safety tool? Yeah. Could that be true? Could it be keeping me safe? Sure. If you're sitting on the world's next best-selling novel, let's say, world's best, bestseller, bestseller, absolute bestseller, you're sitting on it. This novel is just ready to go, but you're a little worried that all of your inspired ideas got into it, or you're a little worried that you might be a little too old to be stepping out there as a new author, or maybe you're a little worried that you're a little too stressed out, you're not going to be able to follow up with a book tour, and oh my gosh, and all that stuff. Who's making sure that those lies feel like the truth, hmm, it's your subconscious mind. Now, I didn't know that part for a really long time, and I think that's why I believed into all the lies I could come up with to keep myself procrastinating. One day, though, there was something that I really, 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 really wanted to get beyond. So I enlisted a professional And I said, hey, I've got this thing that I just can't get over, this hurdle. And she said, oh, uh uh-huh, yeah, got it, procrastination. And I went, no, 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 no. And she went, yeah. (laughs) And it hurt. It hurt because I thought, but I I don't procrastinate anymore. I write when I want to write. I get up when I want to get up. I start the day. I I." do the cleaning, I take care of my loved ones, I, I don't procrastinate anymore. 
And she said, yeah, in those areas. But in this one that you just said is so important to you, you're, you're procrastinating. Ouch. I mean, that's a hard thing to hear when you think that you are now Coach Debbie, the masterful Coach Debbie far beyond procrastination. And someone that you've just hired looks you dead in the eyes and goes, no, (laughs) no, you're not. But the good news was I could swallow that pill, not immediately, but I could swallow that pill and I trusted her. I mean, I had hired her. And in about 21 days time, me and that nasty little habit and that nasty little area of my life, which was around business, um, it was gone. And I was really, really happy about it. Now, what I want to tell you is you're not a bad person if you're believing some of the lies that your subconscious mind is bringing up for you. For a long time, like I said, I, I didn't understand all of this was rooted in the subconscious mind. But if we can accept that your subconscious mind has that one giant role and that is to keep you safe, then as soon as we uncover the lies you're telling yourself to keep you safe, we are able to start down your path of recovery and the full-on cure of procrastination. Today I'm going to share with you some of the testimonials of people that I have gone on this path with and I have led them through it. Now, I tend to do it in areas around writing or in areas around really carving out success in your life. Uh, There might be areas that you would like to work on with me, and I might not be the pro for you, but I, I just might know someone who is. So I do want to encourage you, if there's something you want to stop procrastinating on, And it's in any way related to writing, scheduling your time, scheduling your day, getting off that that dead horse of bad luck and into manifesting your new visions. Give me a try. I would really, really love to work with you on this. But even if the area that you want to overcome procrastination in is something else, I'd love it if you'd still reach out to me because, like I said, I probably know someone that can help you. And that's the goal, right? That we get you the help you want as soon as we can. So you can reach out to me directly by email. That's Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. You can go to my website, click on connect, and just send me a little letter about what's going on with you. My website is coachdebbie.com. Or you can follow up with me on any of my socials, and that's under Debbie Handrich. And my last name's just like it sounds, Handrich, H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H. But let's get you connected. 
Because procrastination begins in your subconscious mind. What you have to do if you really want to leave it behind, especially if you're willing to work on a very particular area, you need to give it about 21 days. And really, it's going to be gone. If you want the old habit back, it won't be gone. If you're saying, you know, I really, really, really want to have mastery over, oh, I don't know, sugar. And on day 17, you go, you know what? This doesn't matter to me anymore. That's going to be the winning thought. The deal is that we work for 21 days together and we make this brand new groove in your mind and it becomes the dominant, the dominant groove day 22. It's really amazing how it works, but I'm telling you, it has worked for me in every area of writing where I really, really wanted to succeed. But man, oh man, I had a procrastination tactic to keep me as safe as I could be until I could no no longer really tolerate being so safe. And I went down the path and overcame it. I would love to help you with this. So think about if you would like to come to that November 4th workshop. It's going to be for an hour, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, That would be 1 p.m. Eastern time. All are welcome, $79. And when you join that workshop, I will also credit you your $79 back if you would like to work one-on-one together for a 21-day follow-up. So listen, my friends, we've got to take our very first break right here. When we come back, the cure to your procrastination. Stay tuned. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just Sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Do you have a topic to bring to Story You Talk Radio? I'm Coach Debbie, and I would love to talk to you. Right now, you can pre-book a self-sponsored show. Maybe you are a brand new author. Perhaps you are a coach in a particular area. Let's talk about your brand. Just reach out to me, Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. I will send you all of the details. Let me help you be successful. Successful in 2024. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I am delighted that you are here spending this hour with me. 
It's one of my favorite hours of every week. Get to come down to the radio station, spend an hour with Eric, spend a little extra time with him working on promos and commercials, figuring out the guests. I get to spend a little time looking out at this gorgeous view we see downtown Seattle from these windows. We're way up high. It's a beautiful studio, wonderful atmosphere to get a lot done. It just feels good. The best part is that at 4 o'clock, I get to spend time with you. And there's something really wonderful about being with people that really gravitate to things that have this common interest or common thread. I've been someone who started writing when I was 10 years old. And I get people writing into the show. In fact, there's a couple of people that wrote in already today, and I will be getting to your questions. Thank you. But there's some people that will write into the show and tell me that they started writing in what they feel are the later years of their life, meaning you know, they've made it to 70, and they're now taking an interest in writing. But they weren't really doing it in grade school, high school, college, or adult life. They're now doing it in retirement years and enjoying it. And they're asking all kinds of questions that I often think of as the early writer questions. So sometimes I think of procrastination as something that if you're new to writing, of course you're wondering, how do I deal with it? Because like I said, procrastination is in the subconscious mind. It is the part of the mind, the subconscious, it's the part of the mind that will keep you safe from anything scary. You know, whether that be spiders or the boogeyman or putting your writing out into the world, it will protect you. But it protects you by telling you lies like, oh, oh, you're too old to start writing. Yeah, you're 70 years old and the cutoff was 69. So hate to tell you. You're going to need to put that pen down right now and just give it up, do something else. The subconscious mind will tell you things like that. And because its job is to keep you safe, the groove in your mind gets deeper and deeper. It's almost like driving your car into a ditch and wondering why. You're stuck in this because it's a deep groove. Those are hard things to get out of. Usually got to open up the door or climb out the window or do something really, really acrobatic to get yourself out of there. Now, on the other hand, there's also the fact that if you work with these so-called lies, the lies that your subconscious mind is telling you, you can eradicate that thought in a short period of time. You need about 21 days. So 
I would like to take you on a little journey of testimonials in this second part of the show here. And then in the third part of the show, I am going to get to the questions that came in. So, again, did I tell you it's a bright and sunny day here in Seattle? Uh, almost almost blinding with wonderful, beautiful light coming in. That's a rare thing for us in late, late October. And what I find is that I'm a person who loves, I mean, I love summer. I love being in the beautiful 75-degree weather days, 80-degree weather But I also love the time in which the air gets a little more crisp. The sun starts to shift where it is in the sky. And, you know, it does go down a little bit earlier in the fall. But it means it's back to school time in the Seattle area. And it means to me it's a learning time. I was spending the afternoon today with my dear friend, Steve, who is such a wonderful and critical person in my own path of learning. He was someone that I met in probably my late 20s. I, wanted, I, I think that's right. I was a, a writing tutor. He was a dear friend of the man that I was married to for many years and I, I went on to know Steve as someone that mentored me when I was in graduate school. He took me on as an intern in his college classroom. And when I had a bad day about anything, he would listen to me. Steve is someone that is a, a definite friend, but really just a born mentor. He's one of those people who really knows how to listen and stay calm and stay present. You know, he was a real gift in my life. Now, what he probably knew when I was in the early days of knowing him, but I didn't really know, is that I was deeply, deeply caught up in the pattern of procrastinating especially when it came to reading my own work out loud. I, I didn't go to the poetry workshops or the poetry readings to read my own stuff. I went to hear everyone else. Why? Oh, because I'm sure there'd be a better time and a better day to listen to mine. <laughs> you know, I just kind of try to blow it off gently. Yeah, that's procrastination at work. That's that's the subconscious mind saying, you don't have to get up there and shake and squirm and wonder if your work is no good. Let's just let's just keep you in the back here where you can safely, easily listen to everyone else. They'll all go on and be successful and you you'll be just safe right here. You'll be fine. You know, I didn't know I was caught up in procrastination at that time. Steve probably did. And he was so gentle, so 
loving at just giving me these nice little nudges to try something new. There's, there's this excitement in me this time of year in fall. So if he would nudge me, you know, say September, October, when my adrenaline was going a little stronger and the excitement to try new things was turned up just a little bit louder, I might try it. I might read just one little poem to one little safe group and hope for one little applause to give me one little ounce of confidence. I might try that. Granted, again, I was probably 29 years old and brand new to sharing poetry. But really, all it takes is for one patient, confident mentor to be in front of you, giving you a a gentle nudge like Steve, or maybe a more a more pushy nudge like Coach Debbie, who knows. But that might be all you need to really start to change the groove in your subconscious mind. Because if you read one time in front of one group to one little, little, uh, what, what should we say? One audience is what I'm trying to say. And you feel one little perky bit of confidence inside of you, you're going to be inclined to maybe someday, hopefully someday soon, try it again. Your subconscious mind is going to tell you that was a fluke. You know, the whole reason you were able to pull it off is because Steve, your friend, your mentor, was in the crowd. If you try this again next week, it probably won't work. If you are recognizing this voice that I'm taking on, it's your subconscious mind. In its disease, dare I say that, in its disease to keep you procrastinating, to keep you actually from being successful at something you really want to do. Now, the reason why I say that we can cure this again, again, coming back to the subconscious is because all we're doing really is creating a brand new groove that outsmarts the subconscious mind from thinking it's the stronger. And sometimes what you have to do is give it something else to keep safe for a while so you can get to work in your desired area. Maybe it being like attending an open mic and reading your poetry, something like that. Once you start doing this, your subconscious mind is very busy making sure that maybe, you know, for me, one of the things I say to it is, I want to give up sugar. If I decide I want to give up sugar while I'm trying to have the guts to get up in front of people and read my poetry, and if, if in fact, sugar becomes sort of this dominant idea that my subconscious mind has to work on, 
I can slip a few new prompts under the radar, like, it's really fun to read poetry in public. And my subconscious mind is so busy, it can't completely question that because it's working hard on keeping me off sugar. I can show you how all of this works. But what I want to say is I am so grateful to now be on the side of procrastination where I feel like, at least in the areas of writing and speaking and self-expression and teaching and promoting things that I really believe in, I feel like I'm on the side of going with the grain instead of against the grain where I've got to be kept safe, I got to be kept small, I can't have any success, I can't go forward and share what I really want to share with others because if I do so, those so-called lies that my subconscious mind is telling me, you know, they're going to feel like truths, really big, bad, awful truths. Now, what one would you say that you're a little bit stuck on? Is there a little thing that your mind will tell you right after you get invited to say, maybe an open mic, or right after you sign up for a writing workshop, or right after you breathe in the wonderful season of fall and make the decision to go back to college and study, what does your subconscious mind tell you? How do you spot that it could be lying to you and just trying so hard to keep you safe? Well, here's some that I have worked with with my students I read them to you in the first half, but I want to read them to you again. Your subconscious mind might be telling you, my ideas used to be good, but I've waited too long. They're no good now. We're in a whole new season. There's new trends out there. Yep, I waited too long. It's not going to work. That's a lie. Here's another lie. Your subconscious mind might say, If my ideas were any good, my bestseller would have been discovered by now. I would have been discovered by now. Now, oftentimes, we're we're not putting ourselves really out there that much, but we're believing that if it was any good, the world would know about it. I would have been discovered. That's just your subconscious mind telling you, big old lie. Here's another one. You might tell yourself, you know, I just, I can't concentrate like other people do. You know, other people, they got the the concentrate gene, you know, that one. I didn't get the concentrate gene or the the focus gene. So it's, um, it's not going to work for me to follow through on my writing. Yeah, that's a Big old lie. Here's another one. I've decided to wait on uh, that open mic or going back to college. I've decided to wait 
Um, because next year, next year, I'm pretty sure I'm going to feel more inspired than I do right now. Yeah. So uh, next year, I'll do it next year. Woo, that's a big old procrastination lie that somehow, somehow inspiration is not a part of you today, but it will be strongly next year for some funny reason that you don't really understand. It's a lie. It's just your subconscious mind saying, hey, 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 my number one job is to look after you. Eat this. Eat this line that I'm feeding you and swallow it. Swallow it and believe in it. And if you can do that, the subconscious mind has got you in a nice old ditch. It seems so tricky how it works. It is kind of tricky how it works. But without a mentor, you know, I had this great mentor, Steve. I had a great friend in Steve. I got reminded today how wonderful it is to sit across from Steve and have conversations and enjoy the company of someone that really believes in me. And I know that if you are procrastinating, you're probably longing somewhere inside yourself to be seen for what it is you can really create as well. We're going to come back in just a minute after this break. We're going to hear what you have written in, and I'm going to offer you some live coaching. Stay tuned. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Guess what we're talking about here today? Mm-hmm. The cure to procrastination. I don't do very many shows on procrastination. And honestly, I think I just flat out forget how big this feels to the newer writer or to the struggling writer or to the writer who's out of practice, to the writer that doesn't have a workshop or an audience, to the writer that doesn't believe that they're going to make... I forget. I forget that this is a huge topic that can eat away at you. All it takes is for me to want to instill a brand new habit in some other area of my life, like right now, I'm really getting into weight training, and this means getting up earlier. I had no idea I was someone that could get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. 
I did not know that could be me. But because weight training has become something important to me, there were some areas I had to make some shifts. I didn't know. I didn't know that I had really actually seriously bought into all the procrastination lines that my mind was telling me about the boogeyman in the early hours of the morning. I was believing it all. You know, like you can't think early in the morning, go back to bed. You won't make it through the day, go back to bed. You aren't prepared at five o'clock to start the day, go back to bed. All these things that I was just believing as I got more into weight training, and I'm, I'm still in my early days, I was like, oh, I'm in a procrastination cycle. I bet my listeners could really, really benefit from a little workshop on that. As my friend Don has recommended and reminded me about, we are coming up on a new year, and you know, procrastination is a real nice habit to lick before you start the new year. So I want to invite you to the cure to procrastination. The virtual will be on the virtual workshop will be on November 4th and very, very easy to sign up. Just send an email, go to my socials, go to my website, coachdebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Click on connect and say, I want to go to that procrastination workshop and I'll get you all set up for it. Easy peasy. Now, I'm so glad to hear from y'all while the, sh- the show is still going on because this allows me, let me get my screens going here. This allows me to give you some live coaching right now. All right. We hear from today, we hear from Dina. She's new to my community. She writes in and says, I've been listening to your show for the past couple of months, and I heard that you are offering a community for new writers. Can't remember what it's called, but hoping it will deal with today's topic, procrastination. Wow. That is me. Been doing it for a long time. Been suffering, I guess. So to say my worst problem, to say my worst problem, hmm. Uh, We got some typos in here. I'm just going to skip down a teeny bit. To say my worst problem, I no longer write anymore. Had a bad experience when I was in school felt like I was going to fall over. Someone said it was a panic attack. But how could that be when I was once someone who loved to write? Mmm. Okay, you really hit on it there, Dina. Okay, let's take you just for a second back to that environment where you thought you were going to fall over. That's what you said. You thought you were going to fall over. You haven't really been doing much writing since. Uh, First of all, Dina, yes, you qualify for my community called the Superstars. And I'll say a little bit about that in a minute. But they are the, the writers that want to start putting their work out in the world, whether they're brand new 
or a little more intermediate. Dina, if you are someone that had a certain love for writing and, as you mentioned, had the opportunity to stand up, had the desire to read it out loud, but you locked up, guess what was at work? Your subconscious mind. You know what it was telling you? In a funny way, it was telling you this isn't going to work out, so go sit down. But I'm going to just take you on to the advanced part of procrastination right here. The subconscious mind wasn't sure what it would do if you were successful. Now listen to me here, Dina. The subconscious mind is here to keep you safe. If you go and stand in front of a group of people and you're about to read your stuff out loud, you might go from being someone new as a reader to someone successful as a reader. Your subconscious mind isn't sure how to deal with that identity. Who are you, this successful person? Your subconscious mind knows you as a newbie, someone who hasn't done this. If you become successful, you won't need the subconscious mind to keep you safe. Can you see where we're going with this? When you come out of the groove of relying on safety and the subconscious mind, it doesn't have a job anymore and it can't be put out of work. So what is it going to do? It's going to tell you lies. Now, this might be a lot to bite off in three minutes or less, Dina. I, I accept that. But what I've just given you is kind of the, the layout of what the subconscious mind does. And in The Cure to Procrastination, the virtual workshop we're going to do on November 4th, I'm going to take you into that on a deeper level. But that's what's going on. Your subconscious mind does not want to be put out of work. So it's going to give you the shaky knees the sweaty palms, the, the spinning in your stomach, what some people call butterflies. It's basically going to say, go sit down. You're not cut out for this because it can't tell you the truth, which is if you are cut out for this and if you become a success, you won't need the subconscious mind anymore. You'll need the conscious mind the part in you that takes over and works with success. Nah, ho, ho, it's big stuff. It's kind of hard to swallow in just one little sitting, Dina, but we go through it and you, you really, with your question, touched on something important. But what I promise you is if you're willing to work with it, you'll find that you know, the knocking knees or the sweaty palms might come up for a minute, but you'll have what it takes to work with that. I promise you, this is how it works. Dina, we have other questions, so I'm going to go on to those. I want to thank you for writing in. I also want to give you the gift of the cure to procrastination. 
That's a $79 workshop. We're going to do November 4th. Uh, I have your email address right here. So I'm going to send that out to you. I would love for you to come. Let me gift you the registration for that. Okay, we also have another question from Brendan. Brendan was a client of mine. Was it pre-pandemic, Brendan? Or was it... Yeah, it's been maybe four years or so now. Brendan wrote a book with me that we would call a one and done, meaning he wrote a completed version of a book and we went and created the cover and printed it out and he has kept it in his possession. It did not go to publication for, as you can imagine, the public. It did not go to publication, Uh, but... It is something he's able to hold on to. And today he says, (laughs) he says, can I quote yours and my favorite actor? All right, all right, all right. I am ready to publish. It's time. But as soon as I type this, it feels scary. And it doesn't feel like it's time. (laughs) Brendan, we've had this conversation before, haven't we? He goes on. I'm sorry, I digress here. He goes on. Uh, lost my place. So sorry. Lost my place. Where was I? It is time. My wife thinks that you and she should sit down and have a conversation. She likes my one and done book. She might like it more than I do, but she at least likes it as much as you do, which I remember is quite a bit. I do like it when I'm alone and I'm feeling good about myself, but all I need is a rough day at work and there's no way I'm going to let this book out into the world. Today, however, was a great day at work, so I'm feeling positive. What do we do about my two minds? (laughs) Really good. What do we do about my two minds? Brendan, my dear, we are always, always going to have two minds. So let me give you a crash course again in how this works. The two minds are, one, your subconscious mind that keeps you safe, lies to you, keeps you pinned down, keeps you doing what you know how to do over and over and over again, which is kind of hang out in a ditch and not go forward because there's this other mind you have. It's the conscious mind. When you are in your conscious mind, you don't get the same promises. You don't get the promise that you will be safe because when you are in your conscious mind, you're doing this really interesting thing. You're taking risk. And I encourage all of my clients to start with just a little bit of risk, just a little. We do that on day one and two. But what you're going to find, Brendan, you're going to find that 
as you are willing to stick with just a little bit of risk, a little bit more, the deep groove that your subconscious mind had you in, it starts to get filled in with conscious risk-taking programming because the little tiny risks you're taking and building on each day start to fill in a new foundation and that's what you drive off on starting on day 22. That's what we're going to do in The Cure to Procrastination and I'm going to show you how. Brendan, I am so, so glad you wrote in. I have missed you. And I do love your book. And I am so glad you shared it with your wife. And I'm ready to help you get that published. Okay? Let's start by me gifting you a nice seat in the November 4th Cure to Procrastination. It's a virtual event. You reached out to me via email, but I just want to also tell our listeners, you can find me on social and reach out. You can find me on my website, coachdebbie.com. That's spelled D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Just click on connect and send me a little note saying you want to be in the Cure to Procrastination web uh not website, workshop, or just say something that helps me know that's what you're talking about. Just say, I want to, I want to come to the show. I want to be in the procrastination thing. I mean, I'm real good at interpreting things like that. Or send me a direct email. That is Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. D-E-B-B-Y. Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. This workshop is $79, and when you register for it, and when you decide that you would actually like to take me up on a little one-on-one coaching that can follow it, I will credit you that $79 toward one-on-one coaching. I have communities for you. One is my superstars, another one is my heroines. I have this radio show for you on Thursday. We are available on all your favorite podcast platforms. I love to offer you content. We will be back next Thursday with a new topic. Until then, my friends, namaste. Namaste.